0: I thought that we would start the podcast, now that we're three weeks in, looking at the standings. And how how, how are we doing here? Is was ha- what we're,
1: what's expected happening? Oh, I, I don't know. It's a good question. Um, right. For full disclosure, since I'm in New York right now, I've been consuming some uh, New York media. And people are way in on this hot oh, Yankees start, right? I'm sure they are. So where we are right now, the Yankees have... What, won eight games in a row or something? Or, six, or 16 and six? Nine and one in the last 10. I mean, it's pretty incredible. Uh, but oh, so what I saw was a graphic that said that every start that they've had that's been at least this level, they've gone to the World Series. Oh boy. Wow. You just said that. So I'm just saying that media right now is. Um, that three weeks in, people have decided that apparently is a large enough sample size to uh, extrapolate to the end of the season. There's a big difference between having Derek Jeter, not
0: well, sort of semi Iron Man versus Aaron Judge, built of glass. <laughs> I was I was noting that he's like top ten in fantasy right now hitters. Yes, top ten in fantasy hitters, and it's like, oh, I wonder how long that's gonna last. That's fun. <laughs>
1: But I think I mean right. So the division leaders. I, I don't know. I guess uh, I look at the NL. Yeah. Uh, uh, what? What? You want to talk about the AL? Central. No, I'm. I was gonna. Sk- was gonna skip right over the AL Central. <laughs> it's the uh, the Chicago White
0: Sox put out a tweet I think like a week and a half ago or something that was like it was something to the extent of like hey we're here. Where's the rest of the division? And uh, since then, woof.
1: as of recording, the White Sox are eight and thirteen. I mean, you know. It's too bummer to be that far 10, underwater yeah. already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I'm not. Most of the teams are kind of where the top. I think is sort of where you thought they would be, right? Everything is kind of going the way that the Mets want it to. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a question of do the Mets hold on? Right. This is they're at the top of the division. This is where they expected themselves to be. You put in that much money, better. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Milwaukee's at the top. Milwaukee just doing their thing, and the Dodgers are the Dodgers. Yep, exactly. So are we? Are we surprised? I mean, I I'm not. It seems like the teams that were bad last year are still bad this year. Well, I mean, like, I think I'm looking, the at, AL, looking at you, Arizona. I think the, yeah, I, the teams that were bad
0: last year are still bad. Like Baltimore, Detroit, Texas, Washington. Uh, but Pittsburgh is bad. But wow, Cincinnati. Woo.
1: That is a stink show, and then Arizona, as you said. At well, at some point, at some point, somebody's going to have to tell me, uh, like, what the slowest record start is. I mean, three and nineteen. It seems bad. Cincinnati right now. It's it's hard to imagine that there is much worse than that out there. If you like that I Tigers mean, team, that, there's Tiger teams
0: in the at the end of the nineties after they tore down Tiger Stadium, this is bad.
1: This is—they've won three games, three games in <laughs> 22. twenty-two. Yeah, negative um, sixty-five run that's, differential. That's rough. Oh yeah, negative sixty-five run I mean, differential. That's, now, that's <laughs> a problem. That's like end of season number. You yeah. know, not oh you had a, kind of a rough season. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's not a, yeah you had uh, a rough yeah, <laughs> and it's not it's not that they're winning it. They're not winning at home. They're not winning away. I mean I don't know. It's there is. There's just not a lot to be positive about on that team. But what do you expect when you trade your best players? Oh yeah. I mean, there's no one left. There's no one left. Yeah. So you got what um, you maybe this is this is probably a little bit more extreme than expected, but I don't know. It's funny. Funny stuff.
0: And a quick check in. I last week I gave you the number one number ones in fantasy. This week it looks it makes total sense. Best pitcher right now, <laughs> Max Scherzer best batter right now Jose Ramirez hey does that mean that we've normalized or are we have we hit the right point in the season have we we have said historically three weeks is about the right amount of a sample size to have things even out
1: that's right I mean I don't know do Jose Ramirez is one of those guys where if he's healthy he is up here Right. So I don't know if this, I don't know if you can fully count this as normalized or if this is just, um, he's put some, he's put a normal stretch together. Yeah. Yeah. The last couple of years, it's always been, it's, he, he plays in stretches.
0: He hits in bunches. Yeah. He plays in stretches. Yeah. Yeah. He does. Yeah. He does. Quick bet, quick bet box. I, I want to compare J Ram to Turner. Turner was like the de facto number one overall or number two. Yeah play ha- have eligibility at the same position. I believe they're both sure step eligible. Yeah, right. Um you tell me, who do you want home runs plus stolen bases for the full season? Who's going to
1: have more? Yeah, this is this is really hard. I would say if if I knew that they were playing every day at 100%, I would want Jose Ramirez. Uh I, I don't know that that's the case. I'm still I'm still going to go Jose Ramirez. I still think that I think this is going to be really close. Like, I think Trey Turner is going to turn it on later in the season. Um, but I don't know. I just like Ramirez. Who do you want? I would rather Ramirez. I'll take I'll
0: take Turner because, like, he's – I think he's a more consistent player for a lot of the things that you were – Sure. You yeah, were exactly. implying. Um, Turner is going to – I think he's going to accrue a lot of numbers. But they're still in bases. I don't think are really there in Los Angeles because – why? Why would you steal bases when you have that? <laughs> when you have that pitching lineup, when you don't really have to produce runs because you have a really stacked offense, and then the home runs in that home ballpark are rough. And then you play. In, yeah, you do get to play in Colorado and in Arizona, but you also have to play in um, San Diego and in San Francisco. So I think <laughs> J Ram definitely higher upside here because. Could he be the number one at the end of the year? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, Is Turner going to probably just be there?
1: Yeah. So I'll take Turner. That's fine. If you want to take J-Ram, I'll take Turner. I'm happy to take J-Ram. It's funny because this, you know, a couple of years ago when Trey Turner was actively stealing bases, this would be a laughable bet, right? Because you're like, oh, Turner's going to steal 40 bases. (laughs) Like, J-Ram's not going to get anywhere near that, right? So um but now i totally agree with your the logic on the dodgers team you know are they gonna steal i don't know so it's a good one it's a good good bet box i like this one tgfbi
0: you are at 452 i'm at 400 you went up one position nice
1: uh i went down nine even though i had a decent not good week i am i'm not so my main diagnostic is that i am not getting anything in the rare number the rare number counting stats. So, I'm hurting on home runs, stolen bases, wins, saves. The other things are fine, pedestrian. <laughs> I mean, they're pedestrian. But yeah. I'm just not getting any rare. I'm just not getting any of the rare stats and mm-hmm. it's just killing my team. And they just cannot cannot move up in those. Um, Anthony Bender went for $168 in my league. You know, I put in a I put in a $68 yeah. bid cuz I was like maybe this'll Maybe this will get me something because Bender appears to be the, the closer of choice in Miami. Uh, yeah, I I don't know, but but the hitting side, I have no clue how to how to get those those small number stats.
0: Once you're behind, Mondesi you're behind, goes down. Yeah. Mondesi goes Mondesi down. goes down. Do all stolen all my stolen bases are gone. Yeah. Uh,
1: and I, and that's a place where I really have to start making stuff up. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I need to. I need to. The question is: Is it time? So I spent a bunch of money overnight to try and try and rectify some things, just try and cycle guys as as much as possible. Uh, the uh-huh. question is: yeah. Is there a point where I start to say, "Well, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sniff the top," so I'm going to try and advance. I'm trying to move up from the bottom as much as possible, <laughs> and like punt on punt on say average and just get guys that are just gonna hit bombs. <laughs> I'm, do it, just just do it. I think that that's
0: usually the way that you got. It, this is it's a long season, so we got plenty of time here to yep. catch up, and we have plenty of time to fall even further behind. Um, yeah, well, not not really, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you can't. Yeah, uh, you're, you're, <laughs> would be would be impressive if you fell further behind. I'm hitting this Zach Grinky, Like, what the what the heck do I do with Zach Grinky thing? Like, two eighty six ERA, one point oh nine WHIP, twenty two
1: innings pitched. 6 Ks. It's just killing my K's. Just killing my K's, man. Yeah, I, I don't know how you I mean, I don't know how you build a team around him. Right? Cuz you would have to like you'd have to really carefully consider what to do with Grinky if you're in a in a full season roto league like this. I mean, you can't drop him though. He's too valuable. No, to no, drop. you can't drop him, but I mean can you start him? He's got two starts this week.
0: So what is his over under on K's? 4 Four? No, no, no. I was, that's exactly what I was so going to say. 3.5? Set the line at 3.5? What are going to do? I mean, I don't know. So I, I grabbed Bro, uh, Brock Burke about mm-hmm. this in mm-hmm. and, yeah. and, and our home league. Uh, hopefully that can wash up some of those K numbers. <laughs> His K per but nine I think, compared I mean, to I guess it's... Zink Green is, is amazing. That Well, the other issue that I have is I, I picked Robbie Ray because it's like, okay, 300K. Here sure. we come. Off pace. Off pace and also just not really pitching that well. He's pitching like Robbie
1: Ray. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't know. Right? Because you you would think naively preseason, Grinky plus Robbie Ray. Fine. That's a normal K rate. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? Yeah. Together <laughs> they'll like, get you. average over game two game guys. Game. Yeah. Because the er uh, the ERA but, and whip. If, yeah. At worst case
0: scenario, what we have right here with Robbie, I feel like. Oh, well, um. Yeah. They average out to what you would want for a starting pitcher, but the K's it just he's below okay, an inning, and then Grinkey is what, well below.
1: Ugh. Ugh! Just so annoying. I think, I mean, right. Unfortunately, I think in TGFBI we just are going to have to stay the course. Just trust that some of our early season foibles here are going to rectify themselves. Yeah. You want to talk about lineups? I do. We are here with real tools. We've developed stuff. Uh, we have done this in previous years, so it's time to try and reap the fruits of our labor and figure out what else we can do. So the 2022 lineup lists are live. I give you the link down here. Uh, just to give you a reminder of what we're actually doing here we are taking data from statcast, scraping down all the all the player data from statcast. then we are looking at the starting lineup so the first time through the order in a game, the first 18 batters basically and on or first 9 batters for each team in a game are counted as the starting lineups and then we do something where we look at the relative similarity between different lineups from day to day using a brute force analysis so for a given team you go through it's very brute force <laughs> for a given team you go through yeah, and yeah, say exactly. okay how often how often was this player batting number one. How many games did they do that? And then you find the game that has the most overlap with every other game. <laughs> Total round robin here. We call this feature the similarity matrix. And whichever lineup has the most positional overlap with other lineups is called the typical lineup. So this this fixed a problem that we used to have, which was where I just looked at the fraction of times that a guy appeared at a certain spot and said, okay, that's the that's the spot that he hits in. We used to have fake lineups, like lineups that could never exist. Like you'd have, you'd the have guy or Mookie Betts in two spots twice. in the yeah. lineup. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so we gave up on that.
0: So it's waiting who actually shows up, who who shows up in the lineup, and even if if the manager plays him at different in different spots.
1: Okay, that's cool. Wait, totally. what was it?
0: Was there an actual tool? That, what would you call it? Similarity matrix, but
1: the similarity matrix. Yeah, that is so, the tool. I guess that's. I guess that has to be called the tool. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. It's like the Matrix. But let's actually talk through some. Let's talk through some results first. Let's talk through. I some, got one some guy stuff that's I want to on talk here about
0: who you were year early on who was leading off in Arizona, Dalton Varsho, catcher eligible. What a guy!
1: What a guy! Yeah. So you skipped. You skipped right to it. I was gonna give a. No, let's let's talk about players. This is absolutely right. I was, I mean, one of my questions is literally who is the most surprising leadoff guy, right? Because yeah. this is supposed to be a tool that shows you. Oh, I wasn't thinking about that guy, but look, he's batting leadoff in Arizona, <laughs> right? Or, gee, why is Connor Joe doing so well? Oh, because he's leading off in Colorado. <laughs> yeah, that that sounds pretty good to me. If you put a Mad Libs together yeah. of like, what player do you want? Which.
0: <laughs> Yeah. Can you imagine that Madlibs? like, Like, uh, okay, here, let's, the player that you would like to pick up randomly from the waiver wire, he bats first
1: in Colorado. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's
1: a great Mad Libs. Yeah, exactly. And the, so this tool is meant to be a thing where you scan through and say, like, wow, I'm really surprised that that's what's happening there. I did not, did not realize. Um, I mean, that's how I picked up Adam Frazier again, right? Cause it was like, wow, Seattle is really committed to him leading off. Well, I wish that I had this tool before, but it did validate me picking up Daniel
0: Vogelback, which I way overspent in TGFBI. Yes. But I had to do it because my first base with Brandon Belt, I don't being Brandon Belt and then
1: also apparently <laughs> catching COVID. Uh, just really good to have another first baseman. I was going to I was going to also say that actually Shohei Otani leading off was surprising to me. Yeah. Yes and no. Um, yes and no. I,
0: I see what you mean. But, like, I, I think that the lineup makes the most sense this way because then you have Trout, number two, which is really where you want him to be able to hit someone in and, and mm-hmm. get up there. Anthony Rendon is a dangerous—he's a high-average hitter. And then Jared Walsh is more of a power bat. So that, that makes total sense, one through four. Wow, does
1: it fall off. The, uh, Taylor Ward yeah. has done really well this year. Well, I was going to say something, actually, about the overarching teams, which is we give one score called the similarity score that tells you, oh, a very on average, how... low score. 2.27. It's a very low score, yeah. Very low score. Okay. yeah. So the Angels have been trying a bunch of lineups, and, you know, it's, it seems like I'm just organizing tools, so I always talk about the Twins, but the Twins are the <laughs> lowest lineup, the lineup with the least similarity. And as we talked about last year... It turns out that that's actually bad. <laughs> if you have Byron Buxton
0: on your team, that's uh, yes, it is bad when you have low similarity because that means everything is up in the air. I mean, you can almost explain why Boston is terrible right now compared to where they were last year. Last year they were consistent as all get out.
1: This year they're very low. Yes. Yes. And they're having problems. Exactly. The team that's the most regular is the Dodgers. Go figure. I know. It makes sense. And like leaps and bounds. I mean, way more consistent than any other team. And I think they, you know, they a good team will figure out the lineup that they want and stick with it. Yeah. And this year, one thing that's nice about the lineup analysis this year is that there we don't have the National League, American League difference anymore. Because we used to have like, oh, how do these scores work because the National League teams are always the, sliding their pitchers in or yeah. interleague plays. We don't have that anymore. We right, you'd see the number nine hitter
0: yeah. in the National League would be the pitcher who pitched the most innings. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, we do have that that difference. So, wait, one thing here. You said the first eigenvector is what the manager wants the lineup to look at like. But the second eigenvector is really the ability of the players to play consistently. Yes. So, yes, Los Angeles right now, my concern is that they're going to have those ticky-tack injuries that they're going to sit out for because they're i mean the dodgers are going to sit them out because they want them ready for a not 162 game season but for a 200 game for the playoffs
1: yeah yeah exactly and i think you can you can kind of see that the dodgers if you look at the similarity matrix you can kind of see that the dodgers are already planning for that because you can see Mm -hmm. where they have rest days like if you look at their matrix Um. it's like it's very similar but then they have a bunch of days that have totally different lineups from other days <laughs> so and those those are are real like sort of rest day cycles whereas if you look at some of these other teams i'm trying to think i'm trying to think of one you can see teams that have just total sea changes suddenly where they've where uh well Kansas City is is a case right where they they said, "Well, this is the this is the lineup that I want." And then suddenly they're like, mm, "No, I'm gonna totally change the lineup, <laughs> and it's completely dissimilar, but it's a new lineup." And you can see that basically Kansas City trotted out the same lineup for the first seven games, and then they were like, mm, "That's not the right lineup," well, and Mondesi then they're totally gone. different now. <laughs> yeah, but that's a relatively recent development, right? So it's gonna be it's gonna change again, even. <laughs> yeah, it was
0: really down the board. Can I just say, how am I gonna be able to tell? tyler wade and taylor ward apart that just i just like rife with issues for my head and being able to like remember which ones i think one's gonna is be it better than rogers ones. rogers yeah <laughs> Ta- taylor tyler uh those are tough those are tough for me it's tough
1: ones ward and absolutely. Wade also absolutely w a just in my head it's like done the same a lot of similarity there <laughs> all right so that's kind of what's that's what's going on i think um, curious to see what people find in there I had a bunch of open questions, bunch of to-do lists. I want to kick these around a little bit, see what you think. Um, we need to do something with this data, this information, to make it actionable from a fantasy perspective. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of thinking about, well, what what should we do? I mean, how do you how do you use this on an average basis? I'm wondering if we should try and marry this to some sort of ownership data to say to highlight candidates because in certain oh, okay. you know, most leagues, guys aren't going to be available. You know, the guys at the top of the lineup aren't going to be available. But but then someone like Robbie Grossman is going to be available. Yeah. Depending enough
0: for for Detroit. Yeah. Okay. So married to ownership data. Okay. So get the ownership model back together in a more public source. Try to marry the two of those together and see highlight highlight guys.
1: Yeah. Thinking about that. um, Then I'm wondering kind of what other bells and whistles we want to put on here. I could imagine a case where there's actually a toggle switch that says – Here's what happens when they're facing a left-handed pitcher versus a right-handed pitcher. Yeah, uh, I, that I think that's a whole lot of extra work for the daily
0: people. We're, we got to think we're thinking in weekly. I do want to add this to the um, extrapolated plate appearance. We want to bl- bring yes. in what, who does this? Who does does Trent, does Trent Grisham's um, plate appearances are they higher or lower? I would love to just see that in parentheses, like plus. 150 on plate appearances is the extrapolation.
1: Ooh, if it stays this way. Ooh, I actually. Okay, I actually really like that. I mean, you know, it's going to be totally different, right? Because the all the predictions were not based around uh, (laughs) this this San Diego lineup. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, they were not. (laughs) Obviously, not what they intended. Um, Okay, and then the other, the last piece, probably the most important one is what kind of external information should we add to this? The thing that you want to know is when is guys that are injured who aren't going to be in the lineup. So you look at Kansas City, you see Adalberto Mondesi is still in the lineup. Oh, we got to get the little DL, the little IL next to it. We need – we basically need something like that, something that says – or something that – I don't know how – I'm not sure yet how to do this. How do you – How do you have a toggle switch that says, okay, well, this lineup's not valid anymore. (laughs) So, like, don't be considering this lineup for the next three weeks. No, I think that's the whole idea of the little IL next to in in all the
0: fantasy programs. It's just like, this is the flag. Having the little Swiss flag next to it is like, this means that this is wrong. (laughs) Get this away from here. This is a
1: neutral player. a Swiss flag. Neutral player does not mean (laughs)
0: anything.
1: but I kind of want an option to I kind of want an option to say like show me the the currently valid lineups. So I I I see that, but I think that
0: that's getting really that's getting really difficult to extrapolate forward okay. if a guy is just out in I mean, I think that there you might have the case where like a
1: third of those are actually really clear. There's a one for one replacement. mm mm-hmm. Mhm no the problem is the problem is most aren't right most are not one-to-one replacements no most of what happens is a guy goes down and the whole lineup shuffles (laughs) yeah oh yeah Corey seeker's in texas (laughs) yeah i know how funny is that that's it's also really useful to just see this giant grid laid out (laughs) right because you forget about players and, and where they were necessarily and you know, because it's hard to keep track of guys that are owned on other teams in your fantasy league. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're really just, you're watching all the guys. It's like, I didn't realize that guy was having such a great year.
0: Of course, he's owned.
1: <laughs> Too bad. Yeah, exactly. So it's interesting to see. It, I like this grid because you get a real sense of who's actually playing <laughs> in, yeah. in the MLB in general. Well,
0: I think that's a couple of action items. That's fine. I, I you and I can talk off air about which one to prioritize, which which ones to prioritize, but I think that's a lot of Yeah. Really
1: good, a lot of really good stuff that we we need to absorb.
0: We need to absorb
1: for TGFBI. We really do. I that's part of the reason that I was so intent on booting this up. Uh, a couple to do quick things, just curious to get your thoughts here. Uh some graphic design uh, Web maybe? Three. Uh, decide to do here um, and then individual player information we used to have it so that you could see a guy's um, where a guy batted in the order as a distribution um, I want to bring that back but I think I'm going to do it as individual player pages now yeah. instead of team pages so I'm just kind of kicking around what else should we put in there so if anyone has any recommendations let me know what you'd like to see because you had a histogram for players I had a histogram, right, so I had a histogram for each player, but they were all stacked up on top of each other for a team. I think that was hard to read, so I'd rather see that on a player page. So it's like Isaiah Connor falefa
0: here's the histogram of where he is from 1 to 9, and have that be next to his name and like his preseason innings pitched. uh, Innings pitched. (laughs) (laughs) Zero, hopefully. Um, Plate appearances.
1: And then his current forecasted plate appearances. And whether he's on the I.L. Yeah, that's that's a that's exactly what I was thinking. I mean, that's a place where you can hide all of this information, where you can put all this information like, Oh, I want to go deep and figure out and then maybe it is part of some of the daily fantasy stuff, like, okay, against right-handed yeah, batters, yeah, yeah. Sit, right handed batters, he's gonna sit. And against left handed batters he's not. So I think that's that was kind of my vision for like, okay, I should try and put that all together in a player page. So yeah. um gonna head that way. I like that. I think that. that about brings us to the review session. Shohei Otani. We already talked about him once today. He just uh, seems that he just kind of comes up now. <laughs> he's just kind of unavoidable. He is. Well, he plays an
0: outside amount, and it's an interesting. He's an interesting player.
1: He's a fun player to watch too. You want you want his twenty twenty two stats, and we're only going to talk pitching, right? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. We're this is starting pitching segment, so we only want the starting pitching. Shohei Otani so far in 2022 pitches for the Los Angeles Angels. He is 2-2 is his record. He's got a 4.19 ERA. Uh, uh, He's got 30 strikeouts, 1.09 whip in that. That 4.19 ERA is not where he wants to be. No. No, it's not. Serviceable, right? Serviceable. Oh, I forgot forgot to say that he's pitched 19.1 innings. Which means that, which means that he has a bonkers K rate. <laughs> it, it, it is well because he he's he's got a pretty good fastball. What is what does this man? You know it's you know it's hard to find is when to get his pitching stats to get his like velocity stuff. This is a hard thing for Statcast to handle. <laughs> oh yeah 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 because you don't because there's too there's too many things to show. <laughs> exactly like I don't okay because they're they have to show his hit spray chart <laughs> like ah that's not what I needed. <laughs> Yeah, expected home runs. Against? Holy moly, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I actually had not realized how high his strikeout per inning rate is. Yeah, so what what is that normalized to? Well last year he was last year he was one fifty six strikeouts in hundred and thirty innings. I mean it just seems kind of unfair that he would have a, a higher than nine K per nine. Yeah, that's not fair. Um Yeah. I mean, I mean, this year's is this year's is insane, right? That's gonna that's gonna be like fifteen per nine. It's gonna be well, and it's on 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 pace to be huge. So, how how long do we think he's gonna do this? Do you mean career wise or do you mean season? Career wise, yeah, career wise. How long do you think he's gonna be a pitcher, or
0: how long do you think he's gonna do both?
1: Honestly, I don't. I mean. I don't see him being a regular starting pitcher if the Angels were good, right? He'd have to pick one if they were good. Yeah, but they're not good, so he can get away with it. Might as well, right?
0: Uh, yeah, it's. I mean, it's. You're in, Hol- you're in Hollywood, ne- Hollywood adjacent, catering to the. Um, well, catering to a different crowd than the Los Angeles Dodgers. You, I just want a show. <laughs> show
1: that's well, his nickname, right? That's right. <laughs> Dude, uh, the show. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I don't know. I, and he obviously picks hitting, right? I would think so. Yeah, he's leading off. I mean, the the Angels are just going to be better if he focuses on one side. And they had... But they, they don't have a start. They don't have a pitching rotation. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, they've got a great
0: closer. To close yeah, what? <laughs> that's it.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so they kind of... I mean, they're kind of at a place where they need him to pitch right now. So I guess my my short answer to your like how long are they going to do it for is i mean a while <laughs> because they, they don't have anything else yeah they might as well they i mean they're a 500 team
0: with two, with two I guys mean, a, that could yeah. they can they can compete for the mv mvp
1: every year and anthony Rendon, who was an mvp candidate i mean this right we we have to you have to avoid any conversation that talks about the angels has to stop Like (laughs) devolves into why aren't the angels better? It just doesn't make sense. (laughs) They should. I know they should be better, but then they they do stupid
0: things. Like why did they why did they buy pool holes ten years ago?
1: Didn't that contract just finish? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I um. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. But I think so. Let's um. I mean, let's bring it back to to Otani. I mean, it's crazy to see somebody that looks like a a strong muscular batter go up there on a on the pitcher's mound and pitch well yeah right it's it's disconcerting you're like this is you look like you look like a power hitter <laughs> why how do you go up there and pitch this well he's got a great fastball
0: <sighs> yeah i don't know what to think okay so i guess but let's go, let's get back to the like how long is he going to do this for question sure 130 sure. innings last year right Mm-hmm. How many? What do you think the over/under is for innings pitched this year? Why don't you set the line for me and I'll. Okay, I'm going to talk you through my thought process. No, I'm not going to just, talk you through. my thought Start process. saying just, numbers and I'll say over. And just then you
1: can, it's based based on what I say, emphatically, you can try to change it. <laughs> okay, I I'm going to start the line at exactly 130. I would go under. Yeah. All right. Then I'm going to go. I'm going to bisect it. So I'm going to go with <laughs> one ten. <110. laughs> That's, that's, a, that's a good
0: one. Um, he just he needs 91 more innings to get there. Yeah. yeah. 91 is how many starts is that? That's, let's say, it's six innings, 10, 5, 15 more starts. So it gets into about 20 starts. I'd take the
1: over. Yeah. Take the over at 110. I think I'm going to take the under at 110. Okay. I think 110 is actually where I like the where I like the line guy. Okay. Push with 110. Push with 110. I yeah, if, if he nails 110 exactly. That'd be wild. Um It'd be hilarious. My my the, I mean my theory of the case is that I think since it's um since there's no interleague there's effectively no interleague play this year, mm-hmm. right? I mean, who mm-hmm. it's <laughs> interleague play doesn't exist anymore. Um I think he'll sneak out I think he'll get a little bit less pitching than he would have otherwise. Oh, oh, okay. Cause you're, you're kind of forcing the issue. You're like,
0: you circle it on the, on the calendar more often. Like, okay, well, okay. Yeah. You, you might as well six days out, play the, uh, yeah. play the Mets. Yeah. Okay. I see. Oh, that's a good, this is a good point. I hadn't really thought about it that way. I was thinking more in the, like, what is the path that the team has to be, which is somewhere around 500 for him to do this. Right. Cause if, if they're too far below, yeah. then why waste his arm? If they're too high, far above, yeah. why waste him doing both of those
1: things? Let's make sure that he's healthy, right? You know, it's really it's really funny because you don't think about the double edged sword nature of the fact that if he does get injured, you're missing both one of your best pitchers, yeah, and yeah. your leadoff hitter, <laughs> yeah. So then you, you really have to decide where is he where is he more important for you? Yeah, no, I I think I mean. I think there's a case where he stops pitching at the all star break, <laughs> right? I mean that Sure. It's not crazy. It's not crazy to picture to imagine that happening. Right. That's why it's like one one ten is like a good good thing because if you get like two
0: thirds of the way through the season and they're like gonna make a run for the playoffs and you're trying to get him dialed in on hitting, you might actually get you might have gotten to one ten by that point, right?
1: Yeah. If he pitched really well. Which would make it difficult to tell him to stop pitching. <laughs> I know it's. I mean, I'm. I'm not. I hope that they have this all gamed out and they're just not flying by the seat of their pants. But it is the angels, so I assume they are just flying by the seat of their seat pants. They have yeah, no clue what they're absolutely. doing. Yeah, no, no, they are the angels.
0: <laughs> all right, well, I think that's enough of trying to shoot around with the show. Um, what are we doing next week? Talk about Julio Urias. I'm shocked that he's this early, but I guess that's the last couple of years have just flown by exactly time for a little housekeeping be sure to subscribe to us on itunes and follow us on twitter fantasy tools mind the z thank you mild Manor, for letting us use your tunes be sure to follow them on soundcloud and facebook feel free to email us with questions or comments send us messages at fantasy.tools at gmail.com again mind the z all i've got left is worst luck to you buddy worst luck to you too